The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. Hey everybody, welcome to Fire Escape. Well, hey y'all. Rule. Rule. Uh, once again, we are in three different locations, uh, which is a feature. It's almost a feature more than a uh, than a an anomaly. I'm in Perdido Key, Florida. I'm currently sitting on uh, the balcony, looking at the beach, looking at the pool. Uh, in fact, I will. Uh, make a Instagram story of myself and put it on the Firescape Instagram so that, well, that way people know. I'll do the same because for the first time ever in the history of the Firescape pod, I am reporting live here on the ground. Well, not on the ground, on the Firescape, well above the ground. Except for all of the, except for the fact that every single podcast we've ever done has been on a Firescape. Yeah, well, the, that's in the, on the spiritual plane. Yeah. Uh, this is on the physical and spiritual plane. I like the that. The escape is, is in itself some, I feel it's a sort of like psycho-spiritual hinterland, you know, as much as sort of, it's a liminal space between reality and the spiritual plane. I feel it's where you can sort of interact between both, you know, like it's, a sort of, it's what the Buddhists would call the bardo, you know, it's like the yeah. space. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely mm-hmm. on the psycho plane, I know that much. Yeah. Definitely on the psycho plane. How's everybody doing? I'm ill. Ill. Sick. How, what was the what was the idiom that you uh, texted us? Because I'd never heard such one, and I liked it. Well, what when I told you I was ill? Yeah, yeah. What did what? How did you describe it? I said I'm as sick as a rancid rabies ridden dog. Oh. That's some good alliteration. <laughs> I think. Hold on. Let me see. I don't know how to work this dang doohickey. I think it, there was a typo there. I think. At least I read it differently. Hold on. I think what you might have. Sh- that's what Arabia's he said. Written, Arabia's, oh. Arabia's written God? No, no. <laughs> I read that as a sick as a ra- rancid baby's riding dogs. Well, that's, that's pretty, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's, see, a, I th- that's a pretty. That's, uh, that's the way I read it. That feels, like a, that feels like a user error on your side, Pete. That's it it's it's almost like, but I'd say that implies almost sick in the as in that is sick in the positive sense. Yeah, riding dogs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was that's why I was like, man, I don't know what that is. There's definitely a, a user error on my brain. I used okay. my brain wrong. Oh, I fire your brain. You Rancid brain. babies, riding dogs. Rancid. I don't know, man. The British are a weird bunch. I don't know what to do with that. It's true, man. But I do. I can <laughs> tell you this: that your brain wasn't too far off because I am. Baby sick, as in I've picked up illness from baby. See? You've picked up a baby illness. Baby illness. Yeah. Do you have the? That's, that's that. Do you have the baby, whooping uh, cough? Yeah, I have acquired a baby, and yeah. uh, here in Des Moines, and um, almost like a um, like a mascot, a baby mascot. Um, we have a baby mascot now. Are we like that? What's that movie? As in, three men and a baby. baby? 
Yeah, exactly. No, but I just I borrowed one, you know, for a little while for my visit to Des Moines. Just like a little yeah. mascot. It follows me around on dog on the back of a dog cheering me, you know, like a little little squeaking four month old cheerleader. Um, yeah. But it got sick, that baby. And it's given me its illness. Dude. It's rancid nasty infection. It's rancid bit dog riding. I have fired the baby, I fired it. I sent it back to the agency that I rented it from. Yeah, that's for the best. You telling me you got a defective baby? I said this baby is sick and not in the cool, damn the kids way. Um, give me another one. And I'm just cruising, I'm cruising matches at the moment online, you know, for new babies. Yeah, I tried to find a different one. Yeah, a different baby. Do you have like a specific, yeah. uh, do you have like any uh, baby specific things that like, what, you mean, like you're looking for? Like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I've got some, you know, I mean, good health is primary, do you know what I mean? But actually, I'm pretty equal opportunities when it comes to babies, as long as they can chant my name. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, uh, and, well. And, yeah, and look after themselves. You know, I, I, I need a baby that will look after themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want any of the baby responsibilities. No. Just the Just the optics of a baby cheerleader. Yeah, I want yeah. A baby optics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's understandable. Yeah. That is understandable. It's a, it's a Des Moines speciality. I've had a hard time finding a good agency, a baby rental agency here in the city. You know, it just it's not hasn't been the the you know it's not been lining up with the with the baby talent. Mm. Yeah, well, it's more expensive in New York to rent a baby. It is, yeah. It really is. It's basically, uh, you know, only a thing that the ultra wealthy can do in New York. You know. Yeah, well, it's like you, you can do best if you, you know, if you're really trying to get one, you can get one from U-Haul in New Jersey for a bit cheaper. <laughs> you, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to get outside of the city and, uh, you know, gas mileage you, is a little bit better that way, too. You get a little more mileage out of the baby. Brilliant. Yeah. You, baby. See, so, if y'all need listeners, if you need uh, baby rental advice, we clearly have that for you. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. See, Bobby, how's the beach? Dude, the beach is pretty good. It's uh, it, it rained all day yesterday, um, and I've yet to go to the Floribama. But other than that, it's pretty good. I got a little uh, the Floribama. The Floribama. Have we talked about the Floribama before? I feel like we have. If, the noblest. If the if the fire escape is our spiritual home, uh, the the. Floribama is certainly our spiritual uh, vacation spot. It's another hinterland spot where we exist so well. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Well, it's definitely yeah, one the, of the, the places that you can get to via one of our portals. Oh, there's definitely a portal opening there. Uh, mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of activation, though. You know, you gotta you gotta be right in the perfect spot between the three shanty buildings where you can hear all three bands, different bands, playing at once. And you've got to be two bushwhackers in, and yeah. then you will be the portal will activate, and you can be transformed to any number of Des Moines. Oh, that's great! <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah. like a. Yeah, I think that's yeah, accurate. A Des Moines, a Des Moines portal. I mean, I a Des Moines like portal. Potentially, that'll be a, a minimally utilized portal when it comes to portals. Well, I mean, but for the fire escape, if you're trying to if you're trying to get on our plane, by God, you better get to a Des Moines, and you better get there quick. That's true. <laughs> or else you're just not going to get it, you know? You're not going to get pick up what we're putting down. 
Guys, True. what do you know about space crime? Space what? Dude, I have been reading about space, space crime, crime a little. Have you space seen any crime. of this, Hal? What? Space crime? You mean the, the crimes committed in space? Yes. Space crimes. Uh, it it is it is very possible. I'm going to say uh, there's a there's a, there has been an alleged space crime. It's very possible Whoa. that the first ever crime in space uh, has happened for on, on the International Space Station. NASA NASA is investigating an allegation that astronaut Anne McLean improperly accessed the bank account of her estranged wife, Summer Warden, from the International Space Station. Warden brought the complaint to the Federal Trade Commission, accusing McLean of identity theft. McLean says there is no truth to the claims. Well, obviously. But I yeah. wonder if if her defense is like, first of all, I, it's not illegal because I'm in space. She's in intergalactic waters, dude. Yeah. There's, like, there's no, um, what's the um, jurisdictions? There's no international jurisdictions in space. Think about dude, that, yeah. Intergalactic Space Force is going to have to yeah. deal with that. Truly. That's why we need the Space Force. Yeah, that's it. First, first stop, Greenland. Second stop, space. I wonder if such a thing. I mean, who's going to be the first to have a space force, like a jurisdiction space force? And how do you even mark that? How do you have boundaries for these things? You know, because it's like... Well, I mean, I think she's in the Air Force. It's existing in a confusion dimensionality already. Do you know what I mean? I think she's in the Air Force. I think that she uh, has... What does it say? She is, you know... A member of the U.S. military, so I think so that out, out, yeah, like U, U.S. law, federal law applies. Mm. That's just what I think. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who knows? Dude, that's, that's just wild. what all I that, think. All that really. So I'm going to go ahead and say for everyone listening, I'm going to speak what they're thinking right now. When you say international space, when you say space crime, and it's not followed up with space pirates, I'm pretty disappointed. Yeah, the problem is there's just not enough right stuff now. up there in space to to pirate. It'll that will happen. Well, that's just not true. There's copper pipes up there. I know that. Yeah, I'm, so what I'm saying is like, but that's not really that. that's not really piracy. That's just petty larceny. <laughs> piracy would be like boarding another spaceship. You know what I mean? Taking it over type of thing. Well, there's spaceships up there. What if you took over satellite? There's a lot of those. Yeah, they're unmanned. I think piracy specifically. You know what I mean? Like, I think that still falls into grand theft. Uh, that would be grand theft satellite. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I just all of the the headlines are so good. NASA probing first allegation of space crime. That's great. Probe. Probing. Probing. How a bitter divorce battle on Earth led to claims of a crime in space. <laughs> yes. These are all excellent. Like, these would all be, like, first of all, that could be, uh, like, how a bitter divorce battle on Earth led to claims of a crime in space would be the perfect like description for a sci-fi original movie yeah. that I would watch. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, dude, this is if you just like gave someone that headline in 1990, right? Like not so far in the past. There's like, yo, 2019, this will be a headline. They're going to be like, yo, we that's the future. Yep. We got space crimes. That is the I'd go for, if I was the title that was going to drag me in from that, I'd probably go for space divorce. Uh-huh. So yeah, this is the first, and not only is this woman, so it's it's a bigger deal because, well, I mean, first of all, Pete, did you just, uh, <laughs> did you fart? 
No, that's a cement truck. Uh, this is all part of the vibe of the of the fire, live reporting from the fire escape. You know, I just like, like how that's the only thing I've heard from the fire escape so far, and it was just like perfect, and it didn't sound like really weird. It just sounded like you played a little, uh, uh, yeah, like a little, uh, you know, sound sound effect or something like that. Well, that's that's the beauty of the compression of the iPhone uh, headphones, you know. That is true. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Ann McLean, who is the uh, alleged space criminal. I'm not going to say that she's a space, you know, she, she yeah. denies these claims. Uh, she, uh, wants to be the first woman on the moon. Think about that. Mm. It's almost wow. to take, take it down in advance. Is that what they're saying? Dude, What'd I wish her only response. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I just asked, what did you say? What did Howell no. say? I said, well, they're trying to, uh, why are they, uh, I'm confused as to um, how she is involved explicitly, what she has done in terms of the crime. Oh, identity theft, possible, oh, alleged right. identity oh, theft. Right, right, theft. Right, right. Yeah. She accessed, she is going through a divorce right now, and her estranged wife, she like accessed her financial records while in space. While in space. So yes. That, yes. God. Damn. So one thing that proves, though, is that you can get good Wi-Fi in space. Yeah, that was the, yeah. I mean, like, first of all, that was a bigger, to me, like, That's I knew they, thing. you know, had commu- lines of communication between, you know, the International Space Station and, uh, and you know, Houston and all that stuff and, like, governmental things. But I didn't realize you could just get your computer out and just go to, like, you know... Uh, tdbank.com and like log yep. into your you know check your Dude. oh shoot I forgot to pay the power bill let me let me send that real quick uh, yep. you know like I wonder if they can they stream Netflix I don't know dude I, all I, I wish so badly her only comment would have been yeah whatever come get me <laughs> yeah but then she that can't ever awesome. come back you know what I mean because like the, That's what I'm saying. you got like yo I'm just a space crim now I'm hanging out up here Mm-hmm. Come get mm. me. Yeah, Send right. Tommy Lee Jones uh, to come to come see me. You just get really sci-fi when you start to think about how people are going to come get anybody in space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's wild. Houston, we have a space crim. Truly. Houston, <laughs> we have a space crim. Alleged. Alleged space criminal. Alleged. Yeah, true. We're trying to be fair and balanced here on the fire escape pod. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a good bit of news, Coulter. Yeah, no, I'm just you know I'm just here for the uh, I'm here for the real stuff. Yeah, here for the real stuff. The and that, that's a news. more that's a more fun piece of news than the Amazon being on fire. Yeah, that's a it's, pretty unfun bit of news. Yeah, I've been you know I've I've actually been like explicitly not looking at the news a lot, and it's it's quite interesting how it just. When I have actually taken a little peek over the past couple of weeks, how much it has massively negatively affected my headspace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you actually start to just detach yourself from looking at the news, and then you look at the news, you're just like, "This is why am I look? Why am I doing this to myself?" Well, I when think it's important it's about, to know like, about the Amazon being on fire. Oh no, I think, I think it will be important to know about. I've no. It, what I mean is that it's just interesting when you start to not and then you reacquaint yourself how much it bums you out. Maybe that's just to do with the level of shit that's going on in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Mm. So, um, but yeah. Although, you know, every time I look at the news in, in, here in Des Moines, um, mostly it seems to be about Brexit, which is enough to make anyone feel crazy. You know? Yeah. Brexit. Oh, Brexit. Well, Brexit. You, you had another news item, Pete. I felt like you were really uh, oh. warming up to well, it. Yeah, I just was looking at the headlines on old AL.com, and uh, there was a very exciting headline. Uh it turned out to be something, you know, normal enough. But the headline is Great Smoky Mountain <coughs> Great Smoky Mountain Park officials explain rolling poop balls. Yes. Turns out there's a lot of dung beetles. People were reporting that there was just, you know, uh, uh, self-moving brown balls of poop rolling around the park. And uh, some, some park officials went and checked it out because the, the park goers were concerned. Turns out just some dung beetles running around, pushing poop balls all over the park. That's pretty great. That's it. That's all you need to know. Dude, poop that balls. is all we need to know. You know? We got a lot of we got a lot of poop news coming out of Alabama. Poop news. I mean poop news is uh in a lot of ways the most type of the the, the most uh fundamental and universal of all news. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. I think it's a true, true. A fundamental truth. Uh, guys, uh, how do we feel about throwing uh, throwing nuclear bombs into hurricanes? That was going to be my other bit of news. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Someone mentioned this to me this week, just in passing. Like, it's just the Donald again suggesting some extreme new measure, throwing a nuclear bomb into a hurricane to stop it. Yep. Is that an actual yes. truth? Is that an actual true thing? I mean, is I that don't... like a, a true thing that he said? Did he tweet that? Or oh, it's or... a definite true thing. I don't think he tr- tweeted it. I don't know. I thought you were asking if it's a true thing. Like, would that work? I mean, I'm like, I have no, no, no idea. No, no, no. Did he actually say that? Yes, he actually said that. I mean, that at the is, G7, that is summit. like that is peak mad. I mean, but also it's so mental that you just think, surely that was said in the spirit of fun and entertainment, you know? No, I think it was at the G7, and like he was like, let's just bomb those. He was like, can't he? I think he. It was more of a, can we do this? Would this work? Can we do that? Like, wow. Uh, or why doesn't it work type of thing? Why wouldn't? Why can't we just do that? And it's just like... Uh, That's sort of like astonishing. Coming out. I mean, that's almost like... Beyond all like the hateful, weird... not You know, the hate shit. You know, you're just like dripping with hatred and bullying and all that stuff that you're almost inured to. But that's the sort of comment that just makes you think... Actually, there's something wrong with his brain, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, I thought... Yeah, like, you, think, you think that generally about other things. I mean, but it's so bananas that you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. What? Yep. Yep. I mean, how could you be in the uh, room? How could you be one of his advisors when he says something like, "What?" You know, do, do, do they never laugh? I mean, do they not? I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Let's see. 
I'm trying to figure out. Trump has suggested multiple times to senior Homeland Security and national security officials that they explore using nuclear bombs to stop hurricanes from hitting the United States, according to sources who have heard the president's private remarks and been briefed on uh, the NSC memorandums and recorded the comments. Uh, mm. During one hurricane briefing at the White House, Trump said, I got it, I got it. Why don't we just nuke them? According to one source who was there, they start forming off the coast of Africa. Uh, oh, this is back into the quote. They start forming off the coast of Africa as they're moving across the Atlantic. We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? I'm like, because uh, <laughs> nuclear fallout? What? Because radio, cause radioactivity? Like that's why we can't do that. But is there any? I mean, I and I, this is an honest question. I I don't know. Is there any reason to believe that that would? Does that disrupt meteorological happenings? Like, uh, is that probably. Even how that works? I mean, maybe uh, for you know, like force. Um, it might be able to uh, enough force applied to <coughs> something could redirect it in different ways. Or could could break the cycle of it going over of it like spinning in a cyclone like it is. Uh, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a you know a meteorologist or a, or even a physicist or anything like that. But it, it does seem to uh, the you know like in a, just from a strictly like idea section. Yeah, you should be able to apply enough force to something to make it do something else, but. Like, I don't know if it's enough force, A, and B, nu- uh, radio radioactivity, radio- radioactive yeah. fallout. <laughs> like, so you want to throw a bunch of radio, you know, radioactive particles into a storm system that yes. will blow it everywhere. Blow it everywhere. Yeah. And turn something that, yes, is a problem, but is a problem that typically only lasts for a week or less. And the fallout from a hurricane can last, you know, a year or two. Uh, I'll tell you what, how long the radioactive fallout lasts is hundreds of years. Like, you know, talk about, let's make the problem 10 times worse. It's like, you know what? Uh, The storm can't blow your house down if you burn your house down. It's like, well, yeah, that's true. In my, uh, you know, in my, this is all coming from my uh, self-proclaimed, um, expertise as a meteor uh, as an amateur meteorologist. Sure. But the way I see the way I see that going is we say, all right, we're going to drop, yeah, we're going to drop Fat Man right there in the middle of this hurricane, and then we're like, all right, cool, we're going to blow it up. We drop it, it blows up, and then we get a bright green nuclear hurricane that just comes and destroys the world. That's the way I see that going. Uh-huh. What what happens if it's not enough force and you just get a straight up nuclear hurricane? It's true. Hitting like the, the Hulk style. Exactly. A big green hurricane. It's a big green hurricane and it's just spreading radiation everywhere. That's like that that feels it feels so like like dropping a nuclear bomb inside of a hurricane just feels like such a bad idea that that is the outcome that I would expect. That's another you know great I'm man. I, I tell you what, I'm going to delete all this talk about us saying what would be good uh, sci-fi movies because we need to pin uh, a couple screenplays. Um, the the radioactive hurricane and 
space uh, space divorce or uh, space, space station divorce. space station divorce lawyer something. Well, I don't know. We're gonna figure it out. The way you write that one is space di hyphen force space divorce. Oh yeah, there we go. There See? we go. That's what I'm talking about. About three weeks after Trump's 2016 election, National Geographic published an article titled Nuking Hurricanes, The Surprising History of a Really Bad Idea. Uh, dropping a nuclear bomb into a hurricane would be banned under the terms of the Peaceful Nuclear Explosions Treaty between the U.S. and the former Soviet Union, so that could stave off any experiments as long as the U.S. observes the terms of the treaty. That's not, that's not a good enough reason. I want to know, is it a bad idea? Uh, I mean, it seems like one. Let's see. Well, I mean, listen, the National Geographic, the first sentence says, when nature declares war, who says that humanity shouldn't fight back? I'm on. I'm on board. You know me. Wow. I'm on board. Uh, let's see. Every year for the past six decades, the government agency uh, government agencies have received missives from concerned citizens urging preemptive attacks against hurricanes using nuclear weapons. What? Okay, huh? I just I just need to know why. Okay, I just need to know why people think that it will. I mean, in the 60s, people were considering it. And I guess everybody just keeps reading this stuff. Yeah, like, so Francis I mean, W. Reichelferdurfer, the head of the U.S. Weather Bureau, said he could imagine the possibility of someday exploding a nuclear bomb on a hurricane far at sea. Uh, the idea with nuking a storm was also in the mind of Texans, of course. They probably thought about, you know, they're like, "Hey, man, I have a problem with a rat infestation in my in my back in my pasture. Can I nuke it?" Yep. Uh, if you just had a big enough forty-four magnum, you crack off a couple shots at that bad boy, that, that hurricane's busted up. Boy, I tell you that much right now. The suggestion that man-made explosions may affect hurricanes cannot be dismissed with the same degree of certainty on the basis of energy comparisons as was possible with early atomic weapons. Uh, so, in other words, America has a hydrogen bomb, which is a thousand times more powerful than the atomic bombs that had been dropped on Japan. Mm-hmm. Couldn't the energy be unleashed as a hurricane killer? Uh, so, a meteor... There is a Jack W. Reed, a meteorologist at Sandia Lab, thought so. Uh, he came up with the idea while studying the atmospheric effects produced by America's first detonation of a hydrogen bomb, which had lifted a massive column of air more than 20 miles into the sky. Okay, yeah, so it probably... Uh, that's a that's a lot. It. Yeah, tw- lifting a column of air twenty miles into the sky is a uh, that's a that's pretty uh, that's pretty real. That's pretty severe. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't there isn't there also a uh, like at least like theoretical um, reason to believe that there's a one in a 
a hundred or maybe one in a thousand chance that a nuclear bomb, every nuclear bomb set off could light the atmosphere on fire. Isn't that a thing? That's something that, that Tanner told us in, in college or, or that somebody said something like that in college. And that to me sounds like a, like a, an old why, cause I actually don't know how that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't, I don't either. That doesn't feel no, like that makes any sense. Like, I don't understand how splitting an atom and making a, an explosion can set well, the atmosphere the on fire. Like what? Because the atmosphere doesn't burn like that. Like there's no fuel. Like or there's only yeah no there's no fuel. There's just oxygen. Oxygen is fuel. No, it's not. It's an accelerant. Isn't that what fuel is? No, you can't burn. You need oxygen. You can't burn the air. You need you oxygen to feed a fire, but but fires only happen to things that can catch on fire, like you know wood, uh, other like matter that can be turned well, into nitrogen. something else. Huh? Does nitrogen catch on fire? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah, it just doesn't make uh, any sense. Maybe maybe it can. I just don't think that that's. I think that sounds like something that. Uh, that someone says that sounds good, but I'm not sure if it actually means anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. Also, I'm not trying to take that chance either. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Because if it's shooting a 20-mile column of air up there, I imagine that air is superheated on account of it was the result of a nuclear explosion. Yeah, more importantly, like, it has radioactive particles in it. Sure. I mean, I think I think there's probably multiple angles to say... Dropping a nuclear bomb in a hurricane is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Even if even if the atmosphere can't catch on fire, I think there's still plenty of other ones that that will work. Arguments against that is. You could do mm-hmm. other things. You could drop other things into a hurricane. Maybe like positive things. You know. Oh, see, here we go. Also, it wouldn't work. The key obstacle is the amount of energy required. The heat release from a hurricane. <laughs> is equivalent to a 10 megaton nuclear bomb exploding every 20 minutes. In order to Whoa. shrink a Category 5 hurricane into a Category 2 hurricane, you would have to add about a half a ton of air for each square yard inside the eye, or a total a bit more than half a billion tons for an eye 25 miles in diameter. It's, in, it's difficult to envision a practical way of moving that much air around. So yeah, basically. Uh, so it just won't work. Yeah, just it, you'd have to blow up too many bombs. Yeah. Man. Hurricanes, man. Sounds like a bad They're idea big. to me. Yeah. No, man. Just drop okay. one bomb in there. Boom. Done. I was gonna say if you drop a big enough speaker in there during the solo of Freebird. Yeah, that might probably break be, it uh, up. Might be enough, you know. Might be, man. Might be. Speaking of which, I would like to report. Uh, I this is has nothing to do with anything other than Freebird. I uh, got to deliver Ferrari four five eight up to somewhere in New York yesterday, upstate, and I listened to Leonard Skinner the entire way, and it was really, really good. Nice. That's it. End of story. It's a good. Uh, that's a good story. Good. I think. Sometimes things are just good, you know. They need no other. They need no discussion. They're just good. And that, that was good. just good. 
Guys, I just stumbled upon a video uh, of corgis racing on a horse track. <laughs> yes, it's pretty. It's pretty adorable. It's exactly that what you the, want. That is the spirit of the forest guy. It really uh, is. Can I read you the names of some of the uh, the corgi corgis in this corgi race? Yep. Uh. <clears throat> Noodle McFluffins, <laughs> Bruce Korgstein, yep, uh, Mango, Fox Pearl Mandu, <laughs> Wargy, Angus Fan, but the fan is with the PH, sure, Lizzie Lou, Jasper, uh, Starbuck, Porter McGeehee. <laughs> Mr. Beans, Sir Wigglebutt, <laughs> and Scooter. Man, some good corgi That's names. To strike y'all. the fear in the heart of any uh, dragon. I know that. Yep. So I'm Sir Wigglebutt's about. coming. <laughs> Sir Wigglebutt. Well, you didn't say Mr. Beans, Sir Wigglebutt. Beans with a Z. Oh, it's the whole thing. I, I tried Mr. to Beans say it really. Warm. Mr. Beans with a Z, Sir Wigglebutt. That's a whole name. Damn. Here we go, mm. em- It's at that. the Emerald Downs, wherever that is. Pacific Northwest. There we go. Way to go, Pacific Northwest. Rule. Rule. Uh, man, when are we all when are we all gonna be in the same the same Des Moines? When is that happening next? Probably never. Probably. Yeah. I'm staying. I'm staying down here. I don't know? think I'm going to be back to New York City for quite some time. Is that no. so? I don't think so. Well, that also feels true. The spirit of the um, of fire escaping from New York City. I mm. feel. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. After my recent travails, once again. How well <laughs> have you had the Popeye sandwich yet? No, man. What's the what? The what? The Popeye's chicken sandwich. No. Oh, it's it's see that you might need to come back to get the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Well, it's always just a chicken sandwich on the go. I'm always gonna fork out five bucks for, for they, a train. They made plane. basically a uh, a better version of the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. I mean, what what they what everybody is claiming to be a better version. I have yet to have the sandwich, so yeah, same. Uh, I will withhold judgment. Uh, not saying it's not possible to craft a sandwich better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich, because the Chick-fil-A sandwich is good, but it's not, you know, the most insane thing I've ever had in my life. But, uh, you know, I think that I think that their idea is to unseat Chick-fil-A as the, the chicken sandwich joint. They even serve it in the same little, like, paper on the outside, foil on the inside little sandwich bag it's like a very it's like a you know shot for shot they're coming for him they got a pickle on it it's all the same stuff i mean the pickle the pickle on the chick-fil-a sandwich is pretty uh iconic yeah it's true i just you know i i think there's there's more there's more to the chick-fil-a chicken sandwich than just the basic ingredients you know it's the they're, they're, Popeyes is trying to take on, uh, you know, what I can only imagine centuries of culture surrounding that chicken sandwich. 
Yeah. And that's just that's just hard to fight against. It is going to it's going to be really be really hard. It could be better, but I don't know if they could ever ice, uh, unseat the, you know. I don't think they have the, the stamina. I don't think no. that they can make it as long enough, you know what I mean? No, I don't think so. I don't I, think so either. And it's just the whole package, you know, you get the lemonade, you get the waffle fries, the Polynesian sauce. Yeah. The whole thing. Chick-fil-A just, sauce. Uh, you know, that's that's a that's a big part of the thing that is hard to fight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, you know, best of luck, Popeyes, but it's a long road. It is it's long. A long it's a long road from the top if you want a chicken sandwich. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, guys, did you know that they had... Uh, like seeing eye dogs for blind people in like medieval times. I did not know that. Yeah, I Where just stumbled. Ac- I just stumbled across that because it's national dog. It was National Dog Day yesterday, and so uh, you know people are examining the kind of the history of dogs and stuff. And you know, there's a there's artistic representations from ye old ye oldy medievally timesies. Uh, of dogs leading around the blind, you know. So think about that. Think Way about to go, it, dogs. Good job, think dogs. About it. Good job. Way to go. Thinking. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. guys, yep. I'm we getting warm, roll. and uh, I'm about to get in this uh, this here water. Thinking about it. Yeah. Thinking about it. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us at Fireskate Pod on all the social medias. Send us an email, uh, fireskatepod at gmail.com, or you can send us a uh, handwritten letter uh, to the Fire Escape at New York, New York, care of uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he does read all of our, our fan mail for us. You can find me at Coulter Levi on all of the social needs. You can find me on the Instagram, buttermilk underscore Pete. And Howell. Can't, <laughs> can't find Howell. But you Cannot can find, find him uh, trying to find the right baby in yeah, Des Moines, Wales. I mean, uh, in Des Moines, Wales. Yeah, if you do have, if you have a baby for loan, it's a good deal and healthy. You can probably find Hal that way. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Joe. All right, boys. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'.